and welcome to another episode of the Build That Business podcast. Today, we're doing something a little bit different. We're throwing it back to one of our old episodes, but it was one of our most popular. It's called Six Things You Should Be Doing During Your Slow Season. I thought this was a perfect timing for this episode because I know as wedding professionals, we can be entering in our slow season during our winter months. So take a listen to this episode, check some things off your list while you can take a breather and let me know what you think. I think you're going to love it. Hello there, and welcome to the Build That Business podcast. Lindsay J. Williams here. I'm a small town mama from Niagara Falls, New York with big, bold dreams. I'm also a successful solopreneur on a mission to help you build, grow, and scale your business. And I'm a damn good cheerleader if I do say so myself. So I'll be with you every step of the way, girlfriends. Here, we share tangible tips and inspiring stories from entrepreneurs just like you, making their business dreams happen. We talk about the triumphs and the struggles of life as an entrepreneur. So what do you say? Are you ready to turn your passion into profits? Are you ready to build that business? I thought you might say so. Let's get to work. Today, we're going to be talking about what you need to be doing during the slow times in your business. I don't know about you, but as a wedding pro, November and December really start to dry up for me. These are historically my slowest months. Now, this could be the time where I put my feet up. I could coast in the rest of the year like so many others in our industry do. I get it. We are coming off of a crazy season and we're freaking tired. So by all means, put those feet up. But while you're doing it, I want you to save some time and energy to plan, strategize, and set yourself up for success come January. Because in January, we're coming out of the gate to a whole bunch of newly engaged couples. And what you do now will help ensure that you're ready for them. This is the time where we get ahead. We are going to be building the foundation that we need to thrive in 2022. Like I said, November and December used to be my worst months. And I used to have a ton of anxiety during this time because I wasn't bringing in revenue and I really wasn't sure of what I should be doing. I was just kind of pacing around trying to fill time and grasp at small jobs to keep our business afloat. Now, those months are my secret weapons. These are the months where I run ahead of the pack because they all sat down. They're all coasting this year in. I see business owners coast in the end of the year for two reasons. Number one, maybe they hit their yearly goals early and they're like, great, time to put my feet up, relax, we did it. Or number two, maybe they fell short of those goals and they're just like, eh, this is a slow time. It's like running uphill trying to get sales. There's no use in trying right now. I'll hit the ground running in January. Let me tell you a little story. For years, I thought during the slow times, I needed to be doing things that bring in revenue. I would get nervous and would fill that time with little hits of revenue, holiday cards, branding jobs, birthday invitations. And in reality, what this was doing was taking away the precious time that I needed to build my business. Anything that's not aligned with your goals for the year has to be a no. If you feel like you're running around without a direction, I want you to hear me on this. 
Any minute that you spend trying to chase something else is a minute you're not spending building the business that you want. If I wanted a wedding business, I had to stop creating holiday cards in November because what does that do for me? It left me with a ton of unsold holiday cards and a ton of wasted time that I needed. You need to trust yourself enough that you do not need filler. You need to go all in on the business that you want because our time is not infinite, especially if you're a solopreneur listening to this. You need to be spending that time so intentionally. So I'm going to dive into six things I want you to be doing during your slow season. These are things that didn't always bring me the big bucks, but they set up the foundation for me to grow my business to what it is today. So let's get started. Number one, take inventory of your goals. Did you set a financial goal this year for your business? How's it going? Did you hit it? Historically, December is my absolute slowest month. It's the worst. No one is spending money in wedding planning. They're all topped off for the holidays. So for years, I kind of just wrote off December. If I didn't hit my financial goal, I was like, eh, I'll ramp up again in January. Until I decided for once I wasn't going to quit. I stood back up and I was determined to hit my goals without veering off course, desperately trying to sell something that didn't align with my business. I'm looking at you, holiday cards. So here's what I did. I gave my audience an offer they couldn't refuse. I took a look at my most popular items, which happen to be my custom ceremony programs. They're these adorable programs with the bridal party illustrated on the back. Check out my page, Miss Lindsay J. Williams, for a reference. You'll see them. And what I did with these programs is I created a promo that gave them away for free to anyone who booked their wedding in December. All they had to do was schedule an appointment and book in the month of December. And if they weren't ready to start diving into planning or design, we could do that later on. They just needed to get on the calendar and booked. Now, let's pause for a minute here. I normally do not offer free programs ever because that's my most popular item. They are most likely to sell. So why would I give them away for free? Because I knew that I had to sweeten the pot if I wanted to get people to buy in December, if I wanted to close this year strong. And guess what happened, guys? My December sales went through the roof and we hit our yearly goal. The plus side, I really didn't have to start on these weddings because they were all weddings for the following year. So I got the booking, I got the order, I got the revenue, but I was able to hold on to my time so that I could continue to grow the business and do all of the other things I'm going to show you in this episode. So take a look at your goals and figure out what you need to do to end the year where you want to be. What's it going to take? Is there something juicy you can throw out to your audience that will get them to take action? Throw a Hail Mary right now. What do you have to lose? All right, number two, automation. Use this time to set up processes in your business so that it can be working for you while you're focused on other things. Automation is my love language. As a solopreneur, I would say the main thing that has allowed me to scale my business to multi-six figures without losing my mind was my ability to automate. 
I personally use HoneyBook to automate mostly everything in my business. My proposals and my quoting, invoicing and email templates. I even have an email sequence set up based on the wedding date. So as I get new leads into my business, I import them into a system and emails are sent based on their date. So for example, one year before, an email gets sent with a congratulatory message. 10 months before, an email gets sent to remind them to start planning their invitation process. Six months before, a reminder to stay on track. Three months before, maybe this is an email to remind them of our day of items like programs, place cards, menus. This is the upsell email. I also have emails scheduled for one month before, one week before, and one month after. So you get the gist. I add new couples into the sequence and it does all of the work for me. I set it up once and it's a machine that keeps on running. This was so popular with my students that I put together a guide with all of my emails in the sequence. The copy and visuals are there so you can set this up in your business. To grab it, visit lindsayjwilliams.com slash date-based emails. It's only $27 and it's worth every penny. This has been one of the best things I've set up in my business. I will link this in the show notes so you guys have reference. Okay, so if you're not automating things in your business, I want you to start. Get all of this set up now so that when engagement season starts, you can be rocking and rolling. Let's just get right down to it. Most webinars really suck. Yeah, I said it. You sit there for an hour waiting for the value until you realize you've just wasted all your time listening to a really long sales pitch. Not my webinars, no ma'am. I jam-packed this baby with value. Listen, I don't like to waste time and I sure as heck don't want you leaving my classes thinking it was a waste of time. A successful webinar to me is one that leaves you feeling like you have tactical things that you can get started on right away. Because ultimately, I want you building, growing, and scaling those businesses starting now. So with that being said, I have a free webinar all about how I 10x my wedding stationery business, 30K to 300K in just five years. And I promise you, it doesn't suck. Register at lindsayjwilliams.com slash masterclass, and I'll see you there. All right, the third thing you should be doing during your slow season is this. Update your portfolio. I'm talking about your website. And your printed portfolio, things like binders for appointments and shows, maybe your brochures, and also think about your social media. Dig back into jobs that you've done this year and pull out the ones that you want to showcase. We've been in a whirlwind just trying to get these weddings done that sharing them has been put on the back burner. Can anyone relate? So take your own photos, participate in a style shoot, maybe invest in a branding shoot. This is a good time to organize what you've worked on and start to sort out what you're going to share. Not to mention, it's so much fun. Photo days are my favorite. All right, then once you have these photos, pull up a Google Doc and start to jot down some stories surrounding each one. Maybe it's about the couple, the wedding, the design. If you have a review from the couple, put it in here. Keep this informal and fluid, but this will help jog your memory when you go to post to ensure there's some depth to this content. I do not want you to just post a generic caption like, still swooning over this greenery. Just don't do it. You can do better than that. 
In addition to adding things to your portfolio, I also want you to remove some things. Clean up that portfolio and only show the work you want to do. Remember, we do not have to post every single wedding. If it's not in line with what you want to do, take it out. Number four, take a look at your brand. Is your brand messaging communicating what you want to communicate in your business? Is it clear and concise? So for example, when I first started my business, I wanted my website to look bigger than what I was. I wanted to look like we had a team and it wasn't just me in my spare room, which is where I'm at to this day, sitting here today, actually, as I'm recording this. I basically looked at all the big shots in the industry and I wanted to be like them. So I would use words like we, or I would say things like our team of experts. And the funny thing is, as my business grew, I realized that the real differentiator was me. People wanted to work with a real person. So I was hiding everything that made my company special, unique, and personal. So I went through and I revamped everything. A great tool for this is the book Story Brand by Donald Miller. I want you to read that. It's phenomenal. And it helped me really hone in on my messaging. I will link this book to the show notes so you guys have a reference. All right, moving on to number five, gather reviews. This is something you need to be doing consistently. I want you to get in the habit of emailing your couples three to four weeks after the wedding. Give them a chance to unwind, get back from the honeymoon, and then send them an email to congratulate them, thank them for allowing you to be a part of their big day, and ask them to write a review. Make this easy for them. Put links to everywhere you want them to leave a review. Facebook, WeddingWire, any local sites, and let them know that they can copy and paste the same thing on each. Again, make it easy for them. In my date-based email sequence that I mentioned, I have this in the workflow. An email is automatically sent one month after the wedding with a request for a review. It's so easy and done for me, so I don't have to remember to manually send all these. It's all scheduled out. Also, don't be afraid to take a look at your calendar and to look back two years. Shoot an email to all of your past couples and ask them for a review. It's never too late. They'll be more than happy to help. But another quick tip, as you do this, set up a spreadsheet and take a look at your pages, your Facebook, you have wedding wire, pages like that. Take a look at all of your past reviews and just jot them down. I want you to cross-reference this so that you don't request a review from someone that has already left you one. That's never a good feeling, okay? And last but certainly not least, this one might actually be the most important. Number six, invest in yourself. Whether this be resting, diving into new podcasts, reading a book, taking a walk, things that we normally don't have time to do, I want you to invest the time to do this. I personally love to listen to my podcast while I'm on a walk, so it's kind of the best of both worlds, a double win. I'm getting some fresh air, I'm moving my body, and I'm soaking up new business tips. Remember, this does not have to be a financial investment. Even though I'm all for investing things that will make your life easier, But if you're not able to financially invest during your slow months, there are so many amazing free resources that you can be soaking up. All right, my friend, that wraps it up. And you thought these next two months were going to be slow. I hope these tips I mentioned today are things that you feel excited about. You don't have to do them all. In fact, I don't want you to. I want you to take what resonated and go all in on those. So come January, you are ready to hit the ground running. How does that sound? 
shoot me a DM at Miss Lindsay J. Williams and tell me what you're going to focus on as we close out this year. I love talking about this stuff. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Build That Business podcast, and I'll see you next week. There you have it. We just finished another episode of the Build That Business podcast. For a recap of the show, head on over to lindsayjwilliams.com slash show notes. And if you're looking for a community of like-minded creative entrepreneurs, join us inside our private Facebook group at lindsayjwilliams.com slash group. I can't wait to see you there. Oh, and P.S. If you love this episode and never want to miss an opportunity to be challenged and inspired, click subscribe now. Keep on building that business, girl friends.